Inland Revenue has undertaken its biggest ever computer project, switching off its first computer system following a five-year transition to new technology. Last week, Unisys unplugged the mainframe computers, the IRD data centres in Auckland and on the Kapiti Coast that ran the tax system for more than 20 years. The phased switch to a new software system has gone hand-in-hand with tax rules designed to ensure people and businesses are taxed more accurately throughout the year. Inland Revenue Chief Executive Naomi Ferguson joins me now. Very good morning to you. Morena, Carrie. Good to be with you again. Yes. Yeah, we had a great chat last time. So many callers. And this was when you were sort of talking about the the changes that were upcoming that were designed to improve um, things for small business in terms of running more efficiently and saving them money. Has that happened or is it too soon to say? Um, I think it, it has, Kerry. We were actually talking whenever we introduced the new process for salary and wage earners. Mm. And you know, that's been fantastic. It's meant that uh, about 1.6 billion people now have their tax orders at the year end without them having to do anything. Mm. And, um, and a lot more people, around 600,000 uh, people, are getting their refunds uh, automatically. Uh, and of that, Kerry, um, one of the figures that I love is that you know, 90% of the people getting refunds earn less than $70,000. So I know that really makes a difference to them to get yeah. that money. And I'm really pleased that we can get that out in, in about three weeks now without them having to do anything. Absolutely. I, I'm old enough to remember the disasters when uh, government departments put in new computer systems with the police and then the education department. They had terrible trouble with their payroll system for a very long time. Have systems got better or have government departments got better at managing them? We were really conscious, Kerry, of some of the lessons that have been learned from those uh, other uh, projects. I think it's fair to say there's actually a lot of government um, changes that are made that do go well, yeah. um, perhaps not of the size and scale of this one. So it's been great to let everyone see that we can do this well across government. And for us, this was just too big to fail. We knew yeah. how important the tax system was to governments, but also to the people running their businesses who want to make sure that they can they can do the right thing. And so we were really focused on making sure we did it well. And uh, I'm really really pleased that we've been able to to do that for the people of New Zealand. Because $1.5 billion is a hell of a lot of money to fail, isn't it? It is. Uh, and we knew that it wasn't, you know, it's not my money. It's not even government's money. It is New Zealanders money. Um, the last system um, lasted us about 30 years. Yeah. Um, this one we've actually delivered under budget and we expect it to last a long time. And it is already paying for itself. But for me, the real value, never mind the kind of, you know, hard cash, is yeah. the fact that it's making a difference for people. And I know small business are telling us that in the main, um, they're really seeing the value of that in terms of the, the, the time that they're saving in having to do things. Because they can do things like file straight from their software or set up an instalment arrangement themselves without having to contact us. Lots of things that are making a difference. And the way customers interact with um, inland revenue has changed, hasn't it, over the years? So you had to have a system that could keep up with them. Very much so. I mean, I think the way we all live our lives yeah. is very different from when we, we put in the system 30 years ago. So, you know, um, online services and email uh, are really, you know, just obvious examples of that. And as I say, for, for small business, 
the ability to be able to send your GST return by clicking a button on your software has made a huge difference. Um, there's something like uh, uh, 140,000 instalment arrangements, time to pay arrangements set up, and about 40% of them are now done by self-service, you know, any oh. time of the day or night by oh. people. So the ability to do that uh, really well means people don't have to call us. They can just go online and, and do what they need to do. As you do with your bank. Well, I was just going to say, you know, of course, some people like to call and that's a bit of pushback the banks have found as they've encouraged people to get more mobile with their banking accounts. There's still that group of people that want a voice to talk to that, you know, panic about getting into trouble with the Inland Revenue Department. You know, it can still strike fear into the hearts of people to think that Inland Revenue might be investigating your your, your finances and they might like to talk what happens then? Well, so our phone uh, lines are still open, as are our front of house uh, offices, um, uh, albeit a few have been closed thanks to COVID this year. But we know that people need to talk to us in different ways, particularly if there's something very stressful going on in their lives. Um, I would say some of the feedback I get, Kerry, is um, lots of people aren't that afraid anymore, and that's fantastic because mm. our message is always simple. Um, if something's going on, that means you can't, pay on time or file on time, just get in touch with us. But you can do that online now and you don't have to um, call us or wait online. You can send us a message at 10 past 10 on a Saturday night if that works for you. Yeah. I mean, it is an old school attitude. I think the culture of inland revenue has changed massively over the years. And it is almost like they're, that you're here to help. We absolutely are. Uh, and look, we know that also people want to know that you know, that, that there's a fair playing field out there. So sometimes we do t still take enforcement action, and rightly so. But, you know, a great example of us helping um, is research and support payment. You know, since we've um, had to uh, open that up, there's, there's been over $2.4 billion paid out um, almost overnight, usually for about 270,000 businesses, Kerry. And mm. again, we were able to do that in the new system really quickly. We would have struggled to do that in our old system. So I think that's where people see inland revenue really being there to support them, particularly when times are tough. And they've been pretty tough recently, haven't they? I imagine you'd have been inundated with people looking for um, assistance or time to uh, pay tax. Yes, yeah, certainly we've we've seen that. So we know that there's um, around 580,000 customers have told us that COVID's been impacting them in some way. It might be around time to pay for tax or some of their other um, you know liabilities like child support. So we're we're working through that. We've got that in our our system where people have told us that. And then, as I say, things like time to pay and instalment arrangements. We're really happy to support people through that because. You know, you're in business for a long time. You're a taxpayer all of your life. Um, we should work with you through the hard times. Uh, and that's what we're really aiming to do at the moment. And the um, investigations into high wealth individuals um, and making sure they're paying their tax, there's been some focus on that in recent times. How, how is that investigative unit operating? So there's two um, things going on there, Kerry. Um, the, the thing that's had a lot of folks recently is a research project that's being done to understand um, just really um, how people uh, have wealth and, and the totality of the, their uh, wealth. And that's 
for policy purposes and, and relates to the tax working group. And then in general, we do have a team of people who um, look after high wealth customers and um, we'll do under, uh, you know, investigations there uh, as needed. And, and again, that's a kind of normal business thing for us um, that we do uh, all year round. But the, the piece that's getting the media is actually that research project, which is a slightly different thing. Right. Okay. But the, I know that there was interest in, um, in, you know, wealthy people who evade tax being targeted rather than the people at the bottom end of the, of the socioeconomic spectrum, and that there had been increased, as I understand it, increased um, funding for those investigators over the past years, the past few years. Um, we have a team of people who um, look at high wealth individuals every year. We um, um, case manage um, quite a few, both um, individuals and large businesses. Mm. And we um, always look to understand their affairs and then ask what questions are needed. So mm. there are a number of people that are um, managed in that way um, because their affairs are complex. Um, that mm. doesn't necessarily mean that they get things wrong. Um, but we will always look at those significant enterprises and high wealth individuals um, in detail every year. Lovely to talk with you again. I do appreciate you taking the time. It's great to talk with you uh, as well. And um, thank you for um, coming to ask us. Um, it was a big day when we turned off the old system last year or last week, but, but an even better day when we were able to see the value of the new system for uh, people across Aotearoa and New Zealand. Thank you so much, Naomi Ferguson and Land Revenue Chief Executive.